This episode of the Two Fit Crazies in a Microphone podcast is brought to you by TFC Productions. Two Fit Crazy Productions, TFC Productions, that's our production company helping people with their podcasts. Increase your brand, grow your business by creating your very own podcast, and we are here to help you every step of the way. You do not have to do all the work. We do a lot of it for you. This podcast is also brought to you by ContiFit.com. Get the best online training, the best in arthritis, in let's face it together, facial fitness and rehabilitation, all sorts of functional fitness training at your fingertips. That's ContiFit.com. Also brought to you by High Five Health and Fitness. Uh, virtual health coaching sessions and corporate wellness programs, all the information at high5healthandfitness.com. It is Christine Conti. And I'm Brian Prendergast. And we are Two Fit Crazy. And the microphone. We are where it's at. Mm-hmm. You know where it's at today? Where? The Value Proposition Podcast. That's right. Part of the Fitness Business Podcast. Yeah, and you may be thinking, why are we promoting another podcast? It is because it's the amazing Sarah Pellegrino is the host, and it has to do with the fitness industry and about a lot of great information from, I mean, companies and new innovative technology and for the fitness world. So... It was awesome. I love podcasts. Let's promote podcasts. It's yeah. you know why it's 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 what we love to do and it's what we love to listen to and what we need is more good podcasts, right? Yeah, the word not g- more podcasts. Just more good. good quality podcasts, yeah. which is exactly what Sarah has. She's providing a great value to the fitness industry. Um, you know, she's got a, a a background in in billing and in billing and software. Billing and software and software billing for the fitness industry, and and with that, you know, just bringing people in that are experts, you know, and and speaking to the about their companies and what they're doing within the fitness industry, and people listen can you know, figure out what they need and figure out how to expand their business and make it better. And it's just a tremendous value to the industry. And Sarah asks the right questions. Yes, she does. That is the best part, you know, and you're going to hear her talk about, you know, when she first started and what she does. And we talk all the time again about get out there. This is a great networking and marketing tool. You know, reach out to us, TFC podcast productions. We help people with this all over the place. Um, either start their own and develop their own podcast or we help with editing. But this is what you need to be aware of that, you know, you're talking to people, you're asking the right questions, you're understanding what their mission is, who their demographic, who are you targeting? These questions that she asked these companies on her show, you know, you don't have to be in the fitness industry to get a lot Mm -mm. out of this. And, you know, I highly urge you to sit back and think about how important the back end is to your business, especially fitness business. That's right. And, uh, you know, just a great way to get ideas, uh, things you can do to help yourself out and no matter what you do. So uh, really excited. It's great to sit down with another podcaster and uh, and talk for, you know, 45 minutes or so and, and uh, you know, just have a really good conversation about what it is they do and how they go about doing it. And, um, you know, really had a great time speaking with Sarah today. So sit back, relax, and enjoy Two Fit Crazy in a Microphone podcast. Here we go. And I'm Brian Prendergast. And we are Two Fit Crazy. And the microphone. We are where it's at. Brian, how you doing? I'm doing well. Awesome. Excited, ready to rumble. Oh, we've got a fantastic guest today. 
fellow podcaster. That's we right. Love our, we love our podcast world. And Sarah Pellegrino, how are you? I am good. I'm so happy to be here with you two fit crazies and all these microphones. I can't wait. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's right. So what's it like down in Charlotte, North North Carolina, right? Yeah. North yeah. Carolina. Yeah, it is absolutely beautiful. It's day two of fall and the temperatures have dropped and we are officially here. So it's it's a beautiful day to be outside in the Carolinas. That's awesome. You know what? They did it right when they like made the calendar and everything because like same here, like fall hit and it got a little cooler. Like the like the turn of the calendar is was exact. They know what they were doing. They do. <laughs> Who's they? I don't know. What? The calendar folks. The weather gods. <laughs> weather gods, right? Oh, okay. People smarter than us. <laughs> oh my goodness. So let's let's get into this. Um, I love the fact that, you know, different fitness world gets to bring people together all the time. And I got to be on a panel with Miss Sarah Pellegrino a while back and and got to learn a little bit about what she does with the fitness industry and with podcasting. And I'm like, I want to definitely we, we got to talk to her. We're going to see what's going on in uh, in your world. So tell our listeners from all over the planet, what's the name of the podcast you're involved in? So I am the host of the Value Proposition by the Fitness Business Podcast. So when you're looking for it, you can look up the Fitness Business Podcast. And my show goes live the third Friday of every month. It just falls in sequence with our weekly shows. Now I, I've listened to the uh, to the fitness business podcast. It's awesome. You guys have like a great roundtable, pretty much like every week, right? Is that the the the, the format? Every every single week, Chantel Broderick, our former host, cranked out a weekly show since 2015, and then our new host, Dory Nugent. Um, picked up right where she left off and has continued amazingly with those weekly shows. That's awesome. So and and you know the content for you know, the fitness professionals listening, you know, we always say fitness is like the labor of love, right? The one thing that we're good at is exercise and fitness and helping people and, and you know, and, and educating ourselves in ways that, you know, allow us to just do more and more and more. But like the business end of it is kind of lost on some. Uh, and it's not, you know, it's not second nature, like the helping and the, you know, the physical aspect of it all. So, you know, Tell us, how does the Fitness Business Podcast and, and the value proposition, how does that help the fitness pro? Oh, my gosh. It, well, the show can help anyone, but you kind of just hit it on the head. The weekly show, we have owners listening to that. We have managers listening to that. We have fit pros listening, personal trainers, group fitness managers, things like that. But then what we have done by adding these, we've added three shows, actually, um, Chantel took over an um, educational, like tutorial intensive, if you will. And then Jason Stowell added in a quarterly thinking ahead show for tech and learning from other industries. So with mine specifically, it's a show for vendors and suppliers in the fitness industry. So talk about, you know, an owner of an organization or a manager or an operator wanting to really hear what these suppliers have to offer. You got 40 minutes to listen to what they're about and what they do and what they bring, what they would bring to your business, right? And what they bring to the industry. Give us some examples. Oh my gosh. So I just, I could, how long do you have? (laughs) Just a few. Episode one with Sarah Pellegrino. Episode two. (laughs) So September's value proposition episode, um, I'm just going to say that one because it was my most recent, but um, we interviewed Cameo and they are a tailgating solution. I mean, come on, how long has the fitness industry needed a tailgating solution, right? Um, So we talked with the team at Cameo and one of their amazing clients, Luther White, he owns fitness facilities in Massachusetts. Um, And so we were literally just dove into how Luther has used that company. And when I tell you they were not created for fitness, they adapted to fitness. They had a solution for Luther in 48 hours. 
not every day that a software system can bend like that in 48 hours. Um, they're using it for mask detection, social distancing, um, gym like equipment theft and slip and fall claims, things like that. So just really an amazing product that fairly new to market and you can hear the whole story on the show. It's so interesting. What uh, now? Now, obviously, vendors and relations and and the business end of it is that your background? What What is your background? How What is your start in the business? My background is billing and software. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, tell us more. <laughs> yes. Oh my goodness. Um, I worked for ABC Financial, now ABC Fitness Solutions, for five years right out of school, um, and I my last gig there was the regional sales director of the Northeast. And let me tell you, covered Canada and some of that um, and multiple states. And it was just such a great learning experience. And for me to learn the fitness industry, the business side of fitness from billing and software, you couldn't ask for a better first job. You really, I mean, the money, I don't have to tell you to this, the money is that that's that's the blood of the business right Right. that's not flowing we're not pumping so um it was just such a such an incredible experience and i really have taken those five years of sales and the questions that come up and the way owners think and really push that into the value proposition it's where the questions are coming from it's where the um, guests are coming from so it's really all come together very nicely you said something really important. It's about asking the right questions that I mean, that's huge because you want to provide value for your listeners and it's not, you know, we want to hear the background. We want to hear what's going on, but we want to hear the, the why, what problem are you solving? And you know, that's the same thing with, you know, with, when we talk to people, we, you know, bring on different company owners and nutritionists and exercise scientists. And it's, you know, that's, that's great. But what, what, why did you do it? And and why are you so fascinated with answering, you know, certain questions and, and problems that are out there? And that's really what is so important about what you're doing is, all right, we're exposing, here's a problem, here's a solution. And we found a company to do it, or at least are opening your eyes to, oh, wow, there's software for that. <laughs> or maybe this is something I need to invest in. And maybe the people listening are not even, you know, people who listen to us, they may not be fitness professionals or maybe they're just, you know, happy enthusiasts about fitness. But all of a sudden they're like, oh, my gosh, wait, I never realized that that could be applicable to my other business that I have or whatnot, which is really cool. Oh, yeah. And and just to add to that, Christine, I mean, you have people that have, you have owners and managers that have used the same, let's say software system for years because it's what they're comfortable with. How many times has your business evolved over those years? Is there a solution that can better meet those needs, right? When you come off in a sales, you know, let's use a trade show, for example, if you see another software company at a trade show, you'd be like, stay away from those guys. Don't want to get sucked into that conversation, Right. But when you have it on a podcast, you're not having to talk to any salesperson. You are listening and digesting that information. And it's not just a sales pitch. It's really, we're educating on what their product and solution is. But then we're talking about, you know, a a topic, right? Like how you really can fix a problem, even if you're not using that solution. So just to have that time to listen and digest without having to talk to the salesperson. If you want to talk to them, great. We give their info too, but it's just, it's that warm introduction without being so salesy. I I love that. I, you know, I was in sales for a long time before, you know, even breaking away and doing fitness exclusively. And I was like the worst sales, not the worst sales guy, but I just hate when I'm being sold things to, you know, like I, I just like, I can't stand it. I, I'm like, Oh yeah. dude, here he comes. Cause I used to like sit in the meetings with these. And part of my success was that I wasn't like that. Like I was just personable and I could just kind of talk about everything, but whatever I was selling. And that's what people mm-hmm. enjoyed and really liked. And it made me good at it. Cause you know, it wasn't a hard push, but uh, you know, I, I like that where I can just kind of get the information without having, you know, now is it okay if I call you back in two to three days and we discuss this, you know any of that crap um you know so it's really good it's a great resource and i think that people value that and appreciate it way more than 
you know, the dudes jumping into your LinkedIn inbox trying to sell you their program. Are you trying to rile me up today? Is that what the problem is? <laughs> I looked right like, at I'm not, her. I'm not riled up enough. I walked into the office and I was like, I just can't. I can't, like, I can't wait to podcast because I get to put my phone away and my, Sarah, and my wait. email away. And I'm like, I don't have to look at it. And we get to have great conversations where there's, you know, there's, there's no, there's no pressure. It's like, we're not, you know, I'm, we're not sitting here trying to sell you anything. You're not selling us anything. We're not, you know, talking to our listeners like, listen, if you don't buy Sour Pellegrino's products, <laughs> your life will not be good. You know, we're, this is like, hey, we've got information to disseminate to you and you make a decision. And, you know, we've got all of this great information now what what are you going to do with it? Do you want to do something? Do you want to go forward with your business? And that's what's great, you know, for for all of us podcasters out there. We're here to give information. I know a lot of podcasts get sponsored and you could make money off of your advertising, but why are why are we here? It's to provide information and, you know, you become that gatekeeper to help other people. And that's what, you know, that's what leads to uh leads to a good um i guess good networking a good life good relationships good reputation i don't know a good show yeah and yeah and the whole inbox thing makes me crazy sarah Sarah, we're gonna have an episode or maybe it'll two or three episodes where we just read we haven't done that where we read talked about it for years i think linkedin while i love and appreciate linkedin it's good for things it can be so creepy. I don't want to know. I don't, if I'm like looking up someone on LinkedIn, I don't necessarily want them to know I'm looking at them. And I'm like, I don't think that's your greatest feature. Right. Or the people that you may know thing, like, like there's maybe somebody who I sent an email to 15, you know, like whatever, 20 years ago, maybe even when I was like doing mortgages, like one email and they're like, people you may know. And they're there. And I'm like, that is a creepy, creepy thing. Yeah. You know, mm. going back at it. But but we, we'll have a good time with that. We're definitely we're definitely having an episode where we read our inbox. Were, there were some really good ones. Really oh, good ones really good. that riled me up. Like, I, riled me up. I just love the fact that it's like we're just sitting here waiting around with our careers for the white knight to come in on the, on the horse to like save our lives and grow our, uh, you know, grow our workload by 60% guaranteed. I can't wait to make a hundred thousand dollars next month (laughs) off of social media. Like do people really like, I can't imagine people fall for some of this stuff. So, we're going on. Back to the show here. Yeah, well, Sarah. But this is why we do this, to educate people so they don't fall for some of this stuff. And that's, right. you know, that's what's important. Okay. What does, uh, what does the fitness industry do well as far as, um, you know, solutions, fitness solutions and things? And, and you know, wh- and what do we not do well? I mean, what is it that, that we, you know, are, are kind of in the forefront of and what are we like severely behind? Ooh. Okay. Industry as a whole, right? Yeah. We're, we're just in your world. I think as I, my answer is going to be different just because of the pandemic and what we've all been through. Um, I think that the fitness community has come in so come together so beautifully and so strong over the past, let's say two years and really work together to save businesses that could be saved to be a solution and be a creative solution for people that did still want to work out, right? You had clubs closing down, you had people renting equipment so they could still work out at home. Um, So I think, you know, when you talk about a resilient industry, we have nailed it. Um, From the supplier side, you know, you have competitors that linked arms and just faced the past, you know, two years together so bravely. And there's a lot of, I personally have a lot of respect for that. It hasn't always, you know, we've all, all played nice, right? But maybe we couldn't have said that four or five years ago. Um, I think differently going forward, and I'm starting to see it, but I mean, fitness and medical, there has to be, there have to be bigger bridges for that, right? I think local fitness health centers 
need to know who their local hospitals, physicians are and make more programming for medical, medical wellness and medical fitness. I just think that's, I've said that again, I've said that for years. That's just a bridge that we really, really need to connect on all fronts. And it, it takes two to tango. Um, but I just definitely think that's a huge opportunity going forward is how can fitness and wellness merge a little more. I didn't pay her to say that. Anyway. I'm just going to throw that out there. Christine, t- tell Sarah what it is that uh, you're involved with. Oh, well, I we mean, are involved both with. of us and, and um, I mean, I took on one of the director positions for the MedFit Network because I believe so strongly in, you know, again, I was a banker and a teacher and, you know, came into the fitness world. I mean, like Brian, we we really feel strongly about, you know, changing lives and whatnot and and I always, I came in from the athletic background and the, you know, it's more aesthetic and, and, and what could we win and how hard can we work? And after getting diagnosed with, you know, a pretty much a, oh my gosh, wow, I have, life is finite and I maybe not going to be able to do something for the rest of my life. I was like, yeah. you know what's more important? Not getting into the bikini, but actually being able to live and be you know, autonomous and not depend on people and not live in constant pain and just function. And that's when I was like, you know what? That's great that y'all want to go here. I'm going here because that was the whole medical fitness idea of it's not just, it's not aesthetics. It's about quality of life. And, you know, with everyone living longer and look around at the obesity rates, it's, you know, now going into the education part of that and the you know, that's, these are the people I want to be around. You know, that's, that's great. I think everyone should work out, but you know, Brian says the same thing. We don't want the general population. Like give, I call myself Ellis Island. <laughs> give me your poor, your hungry, your huddled masses. Right? <laughs> like well, fitness, is, fitness is for everyone. And the more opportunities you put in the industry for a market of people that maybe were not attracted to your health club before, the more opportunities you create, the more people you're going to get, right? It's just, it really just opens up the industry to capitalize on did very well, right, in the past. So I think the opportunities are really endless. No, no doubt about it. Like just, you know, from the from the business perspective, you know, in itself. And, right. And, and, you know, we do a lot of work for MedFit Network and we do, you know, I edit some podcasts for some active aging, uh, podcasts and, and things like that, 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 that cater to, to that market. And it's just, it's just, you know, it, it's a little bit short sighted, um, for a, a majority of the fitness professionals that are still, um, looking to like, what, what is the most common things I want to tone up? I want to lose weight and I want to look toned, right? Like everybody. Okay. Well, what are, what are you, what are your goals with this? I want to tone up. I want to lose weight and look toned. Yeah, why? Yeah. Okay. Why? So, but that's like, everybody yeah. kind of says <laughs> that, right? but it's just like from a business perspective, the marketplace is gigantic when you open it up into medical fitness. It's gigantic when you open it up to baby boomers and active agers. It's just like, that is like really, really good, like unwalked on snow or sand that just like, you can go put your footprints all over that. Um, and, and make some money too. And specialize and be an expert and, and, and network and, and all those things. I just, um, it's it's uh it's it's definitely changed the way that we you know see things and um you know great organizations are are really tapping into it it's beautiful oh yeah my dad loves to say i'll quote sal pellegrino on this he always said he was like go he's like fitness industry go market to me market to the 60 plus year old that their kids are out of college and they're still working and they still have money to spend Right. right. Go after that community. We've done such a good job going after millennials. Go after the aging population. Right. That they they want to they don't want to get toned. They just want to be able to pick themselves up from places and do things with the grandkids and their kids and, and just live a really high quality life. Absolutely. So. Have energy for vacations. And, and here. Hey, look, newsflash. If you want to put people in your gym during the day. That's them. <laughs> you know, yeah. like that, oh, yeah. that's, that's their hours. They don't want to be in there after five with the rest of the oh. rat race, you know, they're, like, uh, I don't want to be in there after five <laughs> exactly, <laughs> or before, <laughs> or before 6am, you know, it's like, the, the, that's the, that's the working stiffs. Yep. Oh, Too funny. Goodness. So your father was in the industry has been in the industry a very long time, correct? 
a very, 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 very long time. Yes. Since I was born. That's awesome. Before that, <laughs> he owned a club and then he's been on the equipment sales side of things. Since. So what did you think of, what did you think watching him in the, you know, in the so quote unquote fitness industry growing up? I loved it so much. I mean, there was never a, he's a people person to begin with, but there was never a day, a week, a month that he came home and was just frustrated with his job. I always had an example of someone working in a really healthy career that just loved it and was so passionate about it. And that was my example of what you want in a job and in a career from day one. It's so beautiful. I mean, like, I've had jobs before and I've had careers before and I hated them. Like, this is like, it just, it just, I always say it beats working. Like what we do now, oh, yeah. <laughs> it's like it beats working for a living. Um, you know, and there's, there's, uh, it, you know, I can put food on the plate and the kids are happy and, uh, and, and everything's cool. Um, so that's good to hear. That's a, that's a great role model you've had. So when yeah. did you, so let's go to this because I, we talk to people all the time and I know, people ask you questions about podcasting and when, you know, when did you say, all right, yeah, I definitely want to host a podcast because this, so many people are like, oh my gosh, should I do this? Should I not? I mean, obviously you're involved with a very successful organization, which helps, helps. but it's not for everyone. How did, how did that start? Probably my favorite topic to talk about, Christine. Thank you for teeing me up perfectly. So in February, March of 2020, I saw that the Fitness Business Podcast was looking for a new host. Chantal was ready to step back from the weekly show and do a quarterly show. And they had a huge casting call, like an international casting call for the new host of the Fitness Business Podcast. And I had taken, you know, I, I wasn't in software and billing anymore. I'd moved to corporate wellness and I still really wanted to keep a foot in the fitness industry. You know what I mean? So it was one of those things where I'm like, not a few times advertised on social media, got some emails about it. Cause I of course followed the show and a few, I was like, I could do this. And it took a few times seeing it, but I was like, I could do this. My dad emailed it to me. He was like, hey, you should look into this. I was like, funny. I've been thinking about it. So I applied. Um, It was a very lengthy application process. We had to do videos, mock interviews, and plan out a show and all kinds of stuff. So it was very creative. I like to think of myself as a very creative person. So it really sparked a lot of energy in me to, to do it well. Um, and there was a final three, me, Dory and Jason and Dory stepped into that weekly show slot and through my whole, um, application process, it kept coming up that I was a vendor first, right. And had that vendor perspective. And that is how the value proposition came to be. JT and I were talking, JT is the owner of the podcast. And, um, you know, we were talking about what, this could be and what this could bring to the industry. No one had done it. No one had touched it. And it was one of those things that we were like, we, we can create this and we can run with this. And it has just been so much fun. And I have learned how to be a podcaster with less, less than two years ago. Right. So I'm still fairly new. There's been podcasters out there for how many years. Right. So um, I learned something new every month, every episode, Um, but I will say I had a team, I have someone that helps me edit the shows, right? So I, I had a very soft and cushy intro to podcasting world. So personally for me, there's still a lot that I would love to learn about the back end. But, um, if you're listening out there and you have a chance to join an existing show, do it. If you want to start your own show, ask one of us our opinions on it. We'll probably tell you to do it too, because it's so much fun. It's very rewarding. You didn't um, sit in front of the computer and YouTube things like Brian and I were <laughs> doing when you first a, started. I don't know if y'all have this in Jersey, but there's a company called Skill Pop in Charlotte, and they had like it's pros like you know we would you guys would host a workshop on how to podcast, um, and so there was one about like podcasting 101, and it was during the application process for the fitness business podcast. And I was like, registered, you know, took all my notes, kind of microphones you'd need. Damn it. She missed Um, ours. Apparently we do that, Sarah. (laughs) 
That's our, that's our, uh, that's how people kept asking us that that was the thing in the first couple of years when we started, how do you do it? What do you do? Blah, blah, blah. And then that's when we started doing, you know, conferences and doing some sessions of, of podcasting. And that's, and that's how TFC productions came about because, you know, in the pandemic, everyone's like, well, I don't have time to, to edit and this and that and whatever. And that's how just fell in our lap of, Hey, we can help you. There you go. It was it was literally after two years, uh, two no, it was, it was like two plus years of us having this show. We were already the host of the MedFit podcast, and we were already kind of like you know doing some uh, podcast business development at uh, at the fitness conventions and things like that. And March first of twenty twenty, <laughs> like ten days before the you know, the thirteen days before the pandemic hit, we incorporated yeah. TFC Productions, a podcast production company to help people in the fitness industry <laughs> produce yeah. them and you know, start their own podcast. And then the world shut and down. And then the world shut down. We were like, Can you talk into a, your phone? Like, go for it. Send us the data, you know, yeah. send us the audio. We'll fix it up, make it nice. So we got real busy, like really quickly, almost too quickly. And yeah, 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 yeah. Cause no one was doing anything. Um, so look, needless to say, it kind of worked out. Uh, you I know, know firsthand that you two have helped a lot of organizations get their start in podcasting so on behalf of the industry. Thank you for everything you two put out. Hey, you know, be, like again, beats working. Uh, you know, if yeah. I had to, <laughs> if I have to do that and, and again, connections are made and this podcast is our podcast has just completely changed our lives just because, um, you know, just the opportunities in the networking. It's just been the greatest tool ever. So, and, and one of the things that I do love about it is I still listen to podcasts that will help me with my podcast, right? So just like your podcast for the mm-hmm. fitness industry, I listen to, you know, just the short ones, like the 10 minute, 15 minute, you know, little hitters about, you know, developing, um, you know, plans and, and, and getting better at, at doing what we do here. And, yeah. And that's what your podcast is all about, right? That's what you are doing. If you're not, you know, you know, bringing, like, educating yourself and and just putting in work to make your product better, whether your product is a GIF facility or you know, or or, or you know, tools in the in the trade or whatever they may be, like your podcasts are just completely invaluable to people because they, they it's just going to help them make more money, you know, and, and get better at what they do, which is will help them make more money. Um, so, you know, you gotta, you gotta invest. You do. And I think one of the, and I saw this in software and billing all the time, and I still see it. People claiming to be a solution for everyone. You guys know that's not true. But as a coach, that's not true. As a health club, that's not true. Definitely as a supplier and vendor, that's not true. And I think what, I re- what I'm always very, very mindful to drill down in my shows is who is your ideal client? Because if you can't answer that, you got some work to do, right? Or if it's, oh, it's everyone, we'll take everyone. Really? You want, like, no, you can't be a software solution for everyone. Everyone's business is very different. So that to me... You know, if you ask me one goal of a show, that's what I'm trying to get out of a show. Absolutely. Is who are you a solution for? And that, I think that's so important. And I think if you're a club owner and you're listening and you're not asking your vendors that question, start asking your vendors that question because it's, it's so important and it will say so much about their business. And I mean, for me, right? Like I know that there's people that get a lot out of listening to my show there's people that probably would never get anything out of my show, right? Like it's, there's people that I would love to have on my show. And then there's people that it just doesn't make sense. It wouldn't, it wouldn't help them in their market. So just under every, but you guys do that too. I mean, every business really has to understand who their market is and who is your solution going to help. I'm just, I'm, I'm sitting back and thinking, going back to questioning and, you know, telling people, you know, your podcast is like, listen, here's the mission. This is, this is a product. This could change, you know, your business. Maybe it couldn't, maybe this isn't the, the niche market that you're, that you're going for, but it's asking those questions. And I think, you know, when you say, you know, I don't know, some people may not get anything out of the show. I think that anything that you 
listen to, you take a couple minutes, maybe you're like, oh, I would never do that. Or, oh, I think that's a, in my <laughs> opinion, that's, I mean, even for Brian and myself, we, I speak for him now because that's what I do. Um, that, <laughs> Preach. that we've had a lot, you know, we've done a, a lot of interviews in the last four years for like many different companies mm-hmm. and, and our own shows and whatnot. And there's people that we are completely like, yeah, this is awesome. Woo. Like we're going to run through a wall and we believe in what they're doing. And then there's people that we're like, huh? <laughs> okay. All right. And we'll, all right. And you know, and you have to really keep asking those questions and because maybe some listeners out there, they do, you know, believe in this and that will help them. But for us, you know, like I'm thinking of like, I'm not naming names, but like, I'm just saying something in general, like if someone came on and said, you know, you should only eat meat, like that's all you should eat. And if you don't eat all meat, you're not going to be healthy. Brian would probably crawl under the desk and start rocking himself. But what about the animals? Right. Like, (laughs) you know, it's, it's to bring that information out to everyone and oh, yeah. let them make the decision, but at least let them question. Because we, of course, would have been like, okay, so now let's get into this. Of We're either going to touch that one or we're just going to leave it. Right. <laughs> and uh, Chris, I, I have a really good example with the questioning piece, and it actually just came up this week. But, you know, it's twofold, right? Like, I interviewed Creative Surfaces. They do desks. They do countertops they do locker rooms pretty much anything aesthetically inside your gym they can do for you and I had a conversation with um with their sales director this past week and she she was on a value proposition episode and she just said she goes you asked the best questions where that comes from is knowing from the software world right? That if you call us today and you need software tomorrow, chances are we can't help you. There's a certain lead time in the fitness industry that people have to understand. So I asked her, one of the questions is if I'm opening a gym and I need a front desk, when do I need to be calling you? And she was like that. I answer that question 12 times a day, you know, and it's just something was so, she was like, it was so nice to get asked that. And, you know, for me, that's, again, that's where I have, Coming from the vendor side, I know those questions. Even if they were software specific, I can twist them and make them applicable to front desks or tailgating or whatever it may be. And I just, you know, it's it, it's been so fun to, you know, really ask those tough questions. And for me, if if I don't understand an answer, to your point, Christine, some, you know, someone may answer it and you're like, I didn't get that. The listeners didn't get that, you know, so it's being able to go, we'll take it a step further, you know, like really digging into it to get that good content out. It's the truth. I'm just, I, you know, and, and I love it. I love it when, when clients ask questions, like when they're, mm-hmm. when they're inquisitive about things, like that's the best. Cause now we're interacting, you know, I don't want somebody who's just going to be, all right, tell me what to do. And, you know, and, and, and then I'll do it. And then, you know, and if it doesn't work out, I'll just blame you. And, and you know, it's like, it's like one of those, it's, it, it's interaction. It just kind of makes it, makes it fun. Um, all right. Let's talk industry here. What's something right now that, you know, you're excited about in the industry? What's like either a tool or a product or, or something that you're seeing? Uh, maybe it's desktops yeah. and, and front tech? desks. And um, what, what's something that you like kind of see and is like, that's cool? Ooh, um, for my first answer is going to be, I'm very excited about URSA 2021. Bang. Because I will be going and I cannot wait for the industry to come together after so long. And I'm hoping to see some really cool stuff there. So I'm going to follow up my answer for you. Um, the thing that exists now that I'm most excited about is outdoor fitness. Um, I, I know that's been a long time coming, but I just feel like it has really boomed. Um, and it's, you know, there's really cool companies out there that are just attacking this market. And I'm seeing people do it in a really creative way. Um, so you have Compan, which I think is fantastic. Um, they work more with municipalities, parks, recreation, things like that, which to our point earlier in this conversation, that makes fitness accessible to a whole different market that may not be a member of a health club on a monthly basis. Um, and then you have... Um, the name is escaping me, but the owner of TRX and his 
you know, his business with outdoor fitness and you get a truck and it has equipment in it and you take it again to a park or somewhere. Is that Randy? Where, yes. Randy Hatchick. Yes. What is the new, it's totally escaping me what the name is, but just a, again, a very, very cool concept. And then as a third answer, I love what clubs have done with expanding their outdoor fitness areas. I think that's just been really innovative. It shows commitment to trends, right? They're like, man, if we don't have this outdoor facility, we're gonna, we may lose people. Um, so I, I, I like how the industry has adopted outdoor fitness. Right. And, and I, I've, I have a friend in commercial real estate and he's actually said that nobody, like the, the gyms are moving out of the strip malls. They're, they're moving out of places where they can't, you know, really have that outside access. Like even that when they're shopping for places, they're looking at that exclusively. And it's great. I mean, you, you know, for most of the country, it's, you, you know, you can be outside 10 yeah. months out of the year. For some, you could be outside for 12, you know, but you yeah. can really, and, and, you know, it's just, it's good. It's good. And the equipment that's coming along is, 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 you know, suitable for that. And everyone's looking to that outdoor space, which, hey, the more outdoors, the Nothing better. Nothing beats outdoors. Yeah. The vitamin Absolutely. D okay. and the, you know, the fresh air. There's something, there's, I think back of, of being a, a kid and playing sports outdoors we're always the you know there was something special about it's really cold it's really hot it's just right it's you know it's muddy it's like there's something you know very tactile about that that makes an impression and i don't know i mean we're outdoor people i i like the tech that's going along with the outdoor space workouts right like you pull up your phone you get you go to the spot it's almost like a like a like a Pokemon Go type of set situation, right? <laughs> you, yeah, but but like you know, like here's you can even have like here's the exercise, here's how it's performed, you know, properly. So, you know, maybe it's taking away a little bit of the trainer aspect of of fitness, but you know, it's 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 again, it opens the doors to people who would have access, you know, gives them access to to people that might not have it otherwise. You know, it's not just like your generic fitness trail in the park anymore. It's like it's really interactive and cool. Yeah. Absolutely. The, um, what's I going to say? There's even people that I see indoors in the gyms that, you know, they don't, maybe they don't have money for a trainer or whatnot. And they're just on their, you know, on their apps and, and, you know, looking at their phones and their bells and their whistles. And I mean, I don't care what you do. I just want you moving, which is, you know, which is really cool. So, so what else, what, what else have you have you seen or have you experienced throughout your podcast journey of, you know, talking to all these people, Brian and I have been at this for a long time and we have like a college degree now of <laughs> podcasting. Fit crazy yeah. university. Right. Because we've, we've learned so much in the last over four years doing this and connected with people. What can you say from this experience from when you started? Because I'm sure you had to be nervous when you first started this and especially sometimes you don't know what the guests are going to do or, you know, what has that journey been like from show one to now? I, and that is such a fair question to ask any podcaster because it, you get tied into it. I have such ownership in like, I, I care so much about it, right. That, you know, when making the scripts and when doing the shows and the editing, it's like, it's all to just put this company on a pedestal and really, make them, you know, just give them the light they deserve. Um, the best thing, Christine, has been how I love every show for different reasons. And when I started this, I did, was not expecting that at all. And I literally, I did for Valentine's Day, I did a cute little thing on Instagram. And it was like, what I love about, I think, with you know, past seven or eight shows at the time. And it was such a fun exercise for me because I was like, man, I didn't repeat anything. You know, like I have genuinely loved all of these episodes for different reasons. And another thing that's cool is just my show isn't just one guest at a time. It's up to we've had as many as five guests. We've had um, I've drilled that down for time's sake to about three guests plus me. Um, And so just the different stories. Um, my show includes usually a customer. So that has been so fun to just see the customer sing the company's praises. 
Um, we've gotten some amazing testimonials and, you know, you talk about not being too salesy, let a customer sell for you. Shoot. That's, <laughs> you know, they're not on a payroll. It's awesome. So, um, just, you know, learn, learning, getting a really deep understanding of so many different companies. It's been very rewarding. It's like someone letting you into their HQ, if you will. Um, so very, very, very blessed to be where I am and just to have had this experience. All right. So what do you think you do best? Ooh, I think I ask the right questions. Um, I've been told that multiple times and that's something that it comes from preparing for the show. And I have at least an hour conversation with a company before I even write their script and prep their questions. Um, and I do that because I don't feel like I'm doing a company justice if I'm just kind of spitballing questions. Like I really want to know what their company mission is, who their people are, um, who their clients are, right? What does your product do well? What could it do better? Things like that. Um, so the, the front end preparation to these shows is something that I have, uh, have, have really worked hard on. All right. So this is the best. So how long has it been since you started? July of 2020. So I saw, I had okay. my anniversary episode went live in this July. Okay. So have you had any like, oh my gosh, moments like this is not going well, or I just messed up <laughs> or it's, I mean, Brian and I probably, I, I th- think about that for a moment. Cause there's definitely been moments where we're like, oh my gosh, or right. Or said something weird or like, or just something everyone does everyone no that that goes i'm just curious because this is the fun stuff i was gonna answer that for sarah yeah (laughs) like of course it is so fun to me like and they've been edited out christine but i could go back i know i could make a pretty good blooper reel (laughs) (laughs) i may do that just for you (laughs) and my one of my favorite part is actually like, cause I recorded on zoom. So I have the video, video footage of it. And what's so fun is to go back and like, see the faces that I make, but then people make too. And like, I, it, that's just hilarious. But yes, um, some just like microphone issues. Like I've had to record pieces just cause there was a dog barking or what, you know, whatever it may be. Internet was spotty. We're all, remote we're not together so yes of course but it's it's been fun and that's like podcasting it's it's a welcoming community like if you mess up it's fine it's we'll, so fun we'll fix it or we'll leave it in there one of the two it's it's an adventure <laughs> you know it's such an adventure and and uh i love it i have a whole like file of people just lip smacking uh of when i edit it out like i i'm not gonna I'm not going to tell you which podcast it is that I do. You don't have to. Um, but, uh, I'll, Sarah, I'll tell you when we're done here because you'll get a kick out of it. It's lips. So what is that like? Like, like that? Like, you got to watch it because I, I tell you, there are some, there's podcasts where I edit out 50 of those oh, at yeah. a time and I can see it because I have the, you know, the wavelengths and everything there and it's, before oh, a sentence like starts, gum. Yeah. Oh, oh no. it's it's so funny. I'm like, I have just a file, and then some of the. <laughs> never mind. I'll tell you the other one off the air. <laughs> it's hysterical. Uh, yes. Mm, oh. Like those <laughs> agreements. Mm, I have a file. Of I those. tell my companies. I I lead with this. I'm like, let me just recommend that the guests you send me for the show actually like speaking in public. <laughs> Good call. I understand your CEO may want the airtime, but are they the person to keep our interest for 40, 45 minutes? <laughs> Good <Yeah>. call. <laughs> that is true. And that's where the host comes in. And right. you're really, yeah. you're really hosting three, four guests or, you know, three guests at a time. Plus you like that's hosting. That's quite the, quite fun. <laughs> it's great though. I, and I love Recording that Recording days are, are busy days in my house. My family knows to leave me alone. <laughs> and, and I love that you, that you are just so dedicated to it and, and you take it so seriously that you do all that legwork and that you talk to them for an hour and all those things, um, you know, it just goes a long way to, to the work ethic and it shows in the product. So, uh, you know, well done. All right. I'm a, we're a big yeah. fan okay. here, big sure. fans. And, uh, you keep moving with that because, um, we love it. Tell 
our listeners, obviously, yeah. after you're going to like and subscribe and listen to the Two Fit Crazies and Microphone podcast, <laughs> I mean, what, tell everyone, okay, the name of the podcast, where do they go to find it? Perfect. Go. So you, on your, wherever you get your podcast, I'm a Spotify girl myself, but um, it's the Fitness Business Podcast. We are a green square um, and then the value proposition is a show on the fitness pot, fitness business podcast. So every once a month, my show goes right in cadence with those weekly shows. And it's any show that starts with the value proposition. That's in all my titles. You can go to fitnessbusinesspodcast.com and you can find me, Sarah Pellegrino on social media, Sarah Pell 14 on the Insta. <laughs> Sarah Pell 14. All right. So awesome. So you're excited about Ursa and anything else going forward in the next like six months that you're really excited about? I'm I'm very, very excited for Ursa. I'm excited to see where 2022 takes the fitness business podcast. We've had four hosts just rocking and rolling for over a year now. Um, I'm already getting requests coming in for 2022 for the value proposition. So I'm just so excited to see what new companies are out there. That was something that like, if you ask me a fear, I'm like, what if I run out of suppliers to interview? <laughs> you know, like, what do I do then? And I can say with extreme confidence that will not happen. I and, and that's what I'm most looking forward to is just learning about these companies. I already my October and November, they're ones that these are new companies to the industry and they're trusting me to get their hand out there. It's exciting. So definitely tune in and uh, let's see where the next year takes us. Here, here. It's an exciting time. <laughs> you know, we're kind of going back to the way things were and improving on the way things have been, uh, you know, in the last year or two. And I, I just think it's a, it's a good time for everybody to tune in and find the trends and get some info and, and help the businesses grow. Great. Create something cool. If you see a need, do it. Create that podcast. Create that company. Let's see what you got. Hell yeah. <laughs> I'll show you what I got. I'm like juggling knives. Anyway. <laughs> I'm like, okay. All right. It's good. It's good. That's what, that's what we're here for. We're putting the nose down, moving forward. And you know what? Looking back messes with your neck. I didn't say it. That's right. Looking back messes with your neck. So we're full speed ahead. 2022, we're eyes on the prize. And, uh, getting people healthier and living better lives. And um, Sarah Pellegrino, it has been an absolute pleasure. Guys, thank you. It was so much. I enjoyed this. I love it so much. Thank you for having me. I love it. So with that said, it is Christine Conti. And I'm Brian Prendergast. And we are two fit crazies. And the microphone. We are where it's at. Peace.